ready. Get ready to be smashed through a table, throw up the ropes, and come begging back for more. In this corner, we have Adrian Headache Heaven, and in that corner is Nick Powerhouse Clown. Ready? I hope so. Welcome back, Steam Life listeners. Um, this is another episode of the Ringmasters Podcast. I'm Adrian Headache Hedden. I'm Nick Powerhouse Potter. And as always, we're going to bring you the latest updates on uh, in WWE and in the world of wrestling. So without further ado, let's get to NXT. Nick, what do you got? All right, NXT last week, uh, we didn't have a whole lot of matches. We mm. had Solomon Crow, and I believe what is his second match on the show, going yeah. up against CJ Parker in what was his last, uh-huh. uh, last match because CJ Parker... Uh, basically retired from... Well, he didn't retire. He just left WWE as a whole uh, right around WrestleMania. So this was his last televised bout. Okay. So he put Crow over. Still haven't seen a whole lot from him yet. But, uh, you know, we're still looking. We're trying to see what he's... What kind of style exactly it is he's going to have. He came from mm-hmm. Combat Zone Wrestling just like Ambrose. So I'm hoping he's going to be uh, a bit more aggressive. Okay. Um, Solomon Crow, yeah. I've seen a couple promos of mm-hmm. him. Um, he's looking like a pretty... Pretty cool talent. I'm um, going to yeah. be a, a very different character. Still real fresh, so we're trying mm-hmm. to get a hold on him. A debut happened on NXT. Mm-hmm. We have Dana Brooke, yep. who's been getting a lot of video packages. She's a former fitness model. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not a great debut match. I don't think it was as good as everyone against, was hoping. Against Blue Pants. Against Blue Pants. So what is her gimmick? She's got Blue Pants. She's got Blue Pants. Is that it? Blue Pants... Most bizarre wrestling name I think I've ever heard. Blue Pants started before I started watching NXT, so I don't know what kind of backstory there is there. I know the crowd really likes Blue Pants, and if Blue Pants isn't wrestling, the crowd is chanting for Blue Pants. Blue Pants, Blue Pants. That's about all I can tell you about Blue Pants, to be perfectly honest. Dana Brooke showed a lot of potential, I yeah, think. Yeah, some of the highlights were pretty good, um, but I think Blue Pants kind of stole the show with those kicks. Those are, yeah. are She's kind of she's pretty good in the ring. Um, Dana Brooke and a younger talent, so we'll yeah. see where they go from there. Uh, but the main event, we had Sami Zayn versus Rhino. Yeah, these two have had a couple programs which together. Is, they always do well. Which was a clash of eras, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, uh, really cool to see Rhino in NXT. You yeah. know, being the veteran, a lot of new talent in NXT. Well, that's mm-hmm. kind of the point of NXT is they have the new talent. Yeah. So when you got a guy like Rhino there, former ECW champion, former WWE hardcore champion, it's, uh, it's kind of an interesting uh, way mm-hmm. to put these guys over. Yeah, it's a real great sign to have someone with that much experience there, um, not solely to put people over because then that would kind of make sure. it meaningless because he's there. He's going to look devastating. He's going to put specific people over and it's going to mean a lot. He and sure was. Both Rhino and Sami Zayn looked great in that match. I can't wait to see where this keeps going. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, NXT was great. Um, as always, NXT, you know, we always say that it really gives the, the yeah. main roster a run for its money. But to the main roster, we're here at SmackDown. Um, bad news, Barrett and Miz. Yeah, uh, mm. Barrett came out as as the rare face because they were still in England on the European tour. Oh right, he always plays a good guy in his home in his home country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. WWE so. likes to give their uh, when they go to England, they like to give their Englanders a pretty big pop. So Barrett mm-hmm. got to play face against Miz, who is a heel everywhere. Oh, of course, yes, obnoxious Miz. Yeah, so Barrett picked up a win there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match itself wasn't a huge deal. What happened afterwards, though, was in a backstage segment, Miz and Mizdow set up a match for Raw, mm-hmm. which I have been hoping would not happen. And of right. course, they're, they're really oversaturated. They they teased this rivalry for so long, and then they finally had the split, and it's just every week, I guess. They just have kind of have a subpar match. Yeah, so they set up a match for Raw where Miz and Mizdow will wrestle each other, and the winner 
wins not only the match but also the Miz brand, the use of the I song, see. everything. Like the winner gets to be the real Miz, and the loser has to do something else. Which well, I guess it'd be. I mean, what do you how what do you see that going? I mean, obviously if. if uh, Mizdal loses, then he'd go back to being himself, which would probably make a little bit more sense. But at the same time, if, if Mizdal won and stole Miz's brand, that would set us up for like a whole other kind of grudge going on. Yeah, uh, I, I don't really... Sweet. Yeah, it'd, it'd be really tough to see uh, how it would pan out over a, uh, a long-term course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was left watching this kind of with a big, real big question mark over my head because it seems kind of silly, but it also does add a little bit of interest to it. I don't know. They've kind of been wasting this entire rivalry, so I've stopped caring it's since true. they've made me stop caring. We need to see some blood. You know, these these matches have been subpar. They haven't been too exciting. So, I mean, hopefully at Extreme Rules we'll get something good. I don't think we're going to get anything. It's a shame. It's a crying shame. After that, uh, Adrian Neville came out and challenged Sheamus. After okay. Sheamus, because uh, 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 Neville had the match with Ziggler, and then Sheamus mm-hmm. came out and broke-kicked Neville. So Neville challenged Sheamus. And right. Neville's, like, right up there in the upper mid-cards. And wow. Wow, this was the best match of, of the night. Mm-hmm. And it was like the second match that happened mm-hmm. or something like that. And Neville was on fire. Yeah, the and Sheamus, Sheamus looked brutal. And as much as I don't like Sheamus, he is playing a good heel, like a good old school heel. Where, yeah, he always should have been. Where genuinely no one likes him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's working for him. But Neville is such a terrific uh, in-ring worker. Was that last week he did that uh, that? Four, 450 splash off the guardrails. I, I, mean, yep. I mean, he he pulls out the stops in his matches. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, the red arrow is always mm-hmm. fantastic. He has a, a second rope Phoenix splash, kind of like the one Rollins did one time only. Right, yep. Well, Rollins used to do that a lot more in NXT, right? I think. Occasionally, yeah. All right, well, um, then we had an Italian Cameron and, and Alicia Fox. Yeah, we had a triple threat Divas match, and... Always good to see Natalia in the ring, not while, playing second fiddle to uh, Tyson Kidd. Yeah, while Natalia is great... Parts of this match do kind of show why the Divas as a whole don't get as much time. Cameron, while a really good heel character, just because no one likes her, is not a great wrestler. Uh, There were a couple times where she reacted a bit before the move happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, Natalia's got a pretty destructive clothesline, but Cameron had fallen down before she got hit by it. I see. Yeah, Yeah, the choreography sometimes lacks with some of these women wrestlers. Yeah. Um, but Alicia Fox, you know, I don't know. I don't feel Ali- Ali- Alicia Fox is fine. She's yeah. she's neither here nor there. But Cameron, I haven't seen anything in ring that's really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about her, but I know that uh, Eva Marie, for one, is doing a lot of really hard work. I mm-hmm. keep seeing little uh, like ten second Instagram videos of her with the Brian Kendrick working in wow. ring, and yeah. she, like she's pulling off some real good moves in there. So I'm hoping that that's going to show s- up. Hopefully, we'll see a return. Uh, read a rumor, and this is of course a rumor, no uh, source of it, but that. Whether she was getting it or she was just vying for it, Ava Marie is really pulling for a title shot at SummerSlam. Oh boy! Which I mean, you know, best of luck to her. I'd like I'd like to see that just to get see. more people. We, in We there, haven't seen Ava Marie in, in in a while now. Not not a very long time. Yeah, though. so she's training with Brian Kendrick, and um, hopefully we'll see her come back. I mean, she was pretty good before she left, and yeah, you know, I hope hope it's good. I, so, you know, I I want to see everybody improve. Really, I don't want to see anyone be bad on the show. Yeah. So next on SmackDown, we had what I would call the Clash of the Misfit Toys. We had Fandango versus Adam Rose. But this is Fandango's first match after his after his face turn. The after old his... music came back. The crowd loved it. The crowd loved him again cheesy dance. this night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I think the big question is how many matches do we get of Fandango loving him before we forget he exists again? Right. And I'm guessing, like, 
They're going to have to uh, give him maybe some three kind of a more? push. Yeah. Three more? It was really kind of a weak push when he first came out. Um, you know, we, he, he's pretty good in the ring. He does that flying leg drop off the top rope. And yeah. I'd like to see him uh, get more of a push, maybe United States title. Um, Adam Rose, though, I, I can't, I, I can't just think, stand him. I mean, neither of their gimmicks are great. They're mm. both pretty good in ring. I actually liked Adam Rose a lot when he debuted, but they're both just kind of wallowing right now. Yeah. If we could give them something a bit more interesting but not so zany, they could kind of do something with it. I mean, Fandango's debut practically was beating Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah, and we know they can do big match situations, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens with those guys. Yeah. So the main event of SmackDown uh, was was set up in the in the very beginning of the show, and it was a champions versus champions tag match: John Cena and Daniel Bryan versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it wasn't for Adrian Neville being on the card, this would have been the best show of the night. Of yeah. course, being the main event, but it was an explosive main event. I mean, you yeah. had a lot, of, you had a lot of high spots. You know, just watching the highlights, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Bryan. You know. John Cena always put on a big match, but Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, you know, held their own with the, uh, the former heavyweight champions. Yeah, and the thing was, uh, Cena was in the ring for almost the entire match, and mm. I've been hearing rumors, and then I've heard denials of rumors, and then they've come back that Brian, well, Brian was pulled from part of the European tour, mm-hmm. perhaps for concussion issues, and mm. then it was just he was kind of tired and overworked. There's a lot of gray area there, but mm. it looked like they may have been saving Daniel Bryan a little bit in this match and letting Cena take most of the offense. Okay. But then Brian got the tag in at the end and got he got the hot tag. He goes in, he does all of his moves. Uh, Tyson Kidd gets thrown into the ropes, hits Natalia pretty hard. Wow. And he, of course it was planned, but I think it happened faster than they intended because Cesaro mm-hmm. barely caught her. Mm-hmm. It was real close. Wow. And then there was the comedy bit where Tyson Kidd looks like he's about to tap out and Cesaro just throws Natalia away to try and stop it, <laughs> which was kind of funny. And it's teasing some more tension there. I would love to see that kind of split, because I just think Natalia doesn't do much for, for the tag team. Mm-hmm. I, I think these two as just heel tag teams without a valet would, would, would work just as well, and you could put Natalia in more, in more actual matches, you know. SummerSlam 2015, Tyson Kidd versus Natalia, main event. <laughs> Colin, he's he's Colin kind of now. a little guy, yeah. I, I'm on fire with these predictions. Let's keep throwing them out there. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that was SmackDown, so moving to Raw, we had Randy Orton started us off. Yeah, Randy Orton starts off in a steel cage, of mm. course, because that's what the big match is going to be. Oh, he started off in the cage. He That's was, right, yeah. He was in the cage, and Orton was on fire. Orton doesn't get the chance to give a whole lot of promos, but boy, is he good, and he was very convincing. He was so angry, and it just felt like yeah, he's him, really, get, him getting his hands on Rollins was a big deal to him. He's really come back as quite a hero. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's just really on point all, all around. I've never been a huge Orton fan, but this new Orton, this I've, I mean, this mm-hmm. I've never seen Orton this aggressive, yeah. this articulate, and those RKO's. I mean, how many RKO's did he do backstage? Uh, four or five? Four or five. He's just sneaking up on people left and right just to prove a point to Seth Rollins. And Yeah. And that Steel Cage 2 was definitely an ominous statement for, mm-hmm. for their Extreme Rules match. I cannot wait for that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, the first official match of the night, we had Dean Ambrose and Luke Harper mm-hmm. in what was mostly just setting up a match that I almost called exactly right. So they do a lot of brawling, they get a double count out, and then they both kind of run away. They announce Ambrose Harper, Chicago Street Fight. Chicago now. Street Fight. Now, what can we expect there? That doesn't really say too much about what the actual stipulation is. I mean, it's really just an anything goes fight. Yeah, it, yeah. It's basically just no disqualification, but with an emphasis on weapons. Because if mm-hmm. it's just extreme rules, 
uh, there might be a couple shots, but when it's a street fight, it's kind of saying you better use a whole bunch of mm. weapons, as many as you can find. And as you predicted, it would be a table match. I'm sure we will see some I, tables. As, as long as someone goes through a table, I'll count my prediction as a success. Right, you know, yes. I, I got the match right, and it was a thing that not a lot of people were expecting, so I'm feeling pretty good about it anyways. That's true, yeah. I mean, as long as, like you said, as long as someone goes through a table, and I'm sure someone will, whether yeah. it's the announced table or they pull out a folding table mm-hmm. from the ring. Just one table, please. Just one table. So then we had New Day versus the Lucha Dragons. So this is a rivalry that's been continuing to build up um, sort of underneath the tag team title picture. And, of course, this was a number one contenders match for Mm -hmm. the tag team titles. Mm -hmm. And it was really good. It was one of the best tag team matches we've seen on regular TV in a while. Those Lucha Dragons, they get such a pop when they come out. Oh, yeah. What's it? Callisto, who just, I think both of them dive off the floor over the ropes and into the ring. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite an entrance, and, and the moves are like stuff you've never seen before. Yeah, and even though uh, New Day, now they're, now they're heels because no one liked them in the first place, <laughs> I every week I'm just going to keep saying it, Big E and Kofi Kingston are both terrific, and I love Incredible. them. I love them working together. Both had huge singles uh, careers. Yeah. Kofi Kingston, for at one point, was in the, the world title picture. Mm-hmm. And, um, he ha- he's had a lot of great matches with Orton, too. Yeah, Big E Langston as well. Um, was, a, know, was a great Intercontinental champion. Yeah, champion. so teaming up these guys, you know, they... they they almost kind of remind me of the Hart Foundation, you know. We got yeah. got Anvil Neidhart, who's kind of a bigger guy with Bret Hart, the quicker. So mm-hmm. they create a good balance like that. Um, Lucha Dragons kind of two high flyer types. Yeah. And so I, I don't know the New Day. You know they're they're a, they're a good team and and they took the win there. So they're. Yeah. What happened was uh, Sinkara mm-hmm. and Kofi were both. Well, everyone was out of the ring and mm-hmm. the ref was just about to count to ten. Kofi and Sinkara are both about to get in the ring. Kofi gets in. Xavier Woods goes under the ring mm. and grabs onto Sin Cara's leg so he can't get in. Hmm. So the New Day became number one contenders by cheating. Mm-hmm. And what I really like, they're just very, very slowly pushing the heel turn. Right. They're, very they're definitely slowly. cheating a little bit more here and there. They got Xavier yeah. Woods, who's obnoxious and it, who is very underhanded. And you know, now they're going to go to Extreme Rules and challenge Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the new day. Because um, before then, there was nothing for the tag team titles to do. So I'd like you know. see them generate just a little bit more heat before they put the belts on them. Oh yeah, and we'll yeah. See, we'll see what happens at Extreme Rules. It's going to be interesting with two heel teams going at it. Um, but you know, my prediction, I guess, is that Cesaro and Tyson Kidd are probably going to defend it. Well, I'm going to save the predictions for the prediction segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, moving right along, um, Triple H, Kane, and Seth Rollins. Were in yeah. The so Triple H comes out and does a promo mostly about the Tough Enough show, mm-hmm. which wasn't. A big deal to me because they announced it last week, so this wasn't a big reveal or Tough anything. Enough is coming back, huh? Uh, but basically, Kane comes out to complain to Triple H about how annoying Rollins is, and then Rollins comes out to complain about how annoying Kane is, and Triple H basically says, "You guys are on the same team. You need to quit acting like children." Also, Kane is going to be the gatekeeper in your cage match, so you better be on his good side. Mm-hmm. And that created a nice. We've been seeing Kane really getting more and more angry with Rollins lately. Um, a lot of people online have been talking about a return to the Big Red Machine. Uh, I put the mask back on. Yeah, or put it or, back, or at least just just turn face and and get more aggressive. And and I'd love to see him take the belt from Rollins. You know, screw him over in the match. Extreme Rules last year and then was we had Kane versus Daniel Bryan, which was his first title defense, and Kane had the mask on, and it was a real, it was a crazy match, but it was real good. Mm-hmm. I miss Kane with the mask. I want to see Kane and Rollins like do a, do a, do a pay per view match. I th- I think it'll happen like a, a smaller one between mm-hmm. now and SummerSlam, mm-hmm. maybe just a like grudge a, match, yeah, like a payback, maybe something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so Naomi and Brie Bella. Well, what do we what do we always say about this? I mean, how long did this match go on for exactly? 
Uh, a quick one. It was it was about five minutes or so, I think. Yeah, they're getting a little bit longer. Yeah, still. it wasn't it wasn't a long match, but it wasn't exactly a, like a, a two minute divas match like we normally get. Okay, so we had some good spots. Naomi had a lot of offense, and first thing I want to say about Naomi, my favorite thing, is the theme song that they mm. kept. They kept the Funkadactyl song. They stole it from Brodus Clay, and they. It's her song now, and I love it. Funk is on a roll. <laughs> Best song. And so is Naomi. Yeah. But Brie, um, I believe Brie took the win in this one. No. No? Naomi no, no, won? No, no. Naomi won. Oh. Yeah, and uh, so Naomi is... They did uh, actually reference how Paige was knocked out by Naomi oh, last right. week. So Paige is off yes. on injury, which I believe is because Paige is filming another WWE movie with Miz, in fact. Is she? Yeah. Paige as an actress. I just can't see it. She is already an actress, Adrian, <laughs> if you think about it. I guess so, uh, yeah. So Naomi is getting that title shot, which, you know, helped that extra win over Brie to just I kind of these, so push Brie, her up. Nikki is the champion, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nikki. I always get them confused. I, even when I watch the show, I just, they do, they're the same person, basically. For the, well, for the most part, I guess. I just, I want the belt to come off the Bellas. Uh, I don't care who it goes to. It goes <laughs> to Naomi, fine. Just get them off TV. I can't stand them. Well, they're not, they're not going to leave TV. <laughs> yeah, they're not well, going to leave. Yeah, Total Divas, yep. Great. So Roman Reigns in a match with Bo Dallas. Now, we haven't seen Bo Dallas in a while. Well, and, it, um, it, it, was, it wasn't even really a match. <laughs> Roman Reigns came out to call out Big Show, and instead of Big Show answering, Bo Dallas came out and delivered a promo of his own. He said that Roman Reigns was the Tim Tebow of WWE, where all he does is fail everywhere he goes. <laughs> and, I mean, it was a lot of good heat for Dallas, who... Mm-hmm. Dallas kind of does the same thing the New Day does, where he's such an annoying face character like that effect. it makes him a heel. It's almost the Rocky Maivia yeah. effect. You know? He's so positive, mm-hmm. it's just grating, and everyone hates him. So he basically plays a heel without him trying to. And then uh, Roman Reigns just gave him a Superman punch and a spear. So it wasn't actually a match, but yeah, I mean, besides this time just now, Bo Dallas was in the Andre the Giant battle royal but he's been well he was out on a foot injury Mm -hmm. so yeah well i mean i guess dallas is pretty good in the ring you know i'd like to see him develop a little bit more i think his character's pretty much been stagnant since i say the way you feel so strongly about adam rose is how i feel about bo dallas i nothing i i could not stand him since he debuted yeah I, i don't get it he's pretty bad i mean his whole thing with sting was just awful yeah. I was like, that sucked, you know. I mean, you, you bring out Sting at WrestleMania, and then the next night you give him Bo Dallas. It's like, come on. I can't stand him. I, I yeah. don't care if he is Bray Wyatt's brother. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can't do it. Okay, so we... Um, Speaking of people we haven't seen in forever... Right, Zack Ryder was Zack like, Ryder got a match on Raw. Woo-woo. Good for that guy. Long Island Iced Tea. But he died. He's he's dead now. He's dead. Seamus killed him. I, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, Zack Ryder. Well, he's still alive. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't believe that. Yeah, so Seamus took him out with, I'm sure, a combination of bro kick or... There was a bro kick. I don't remember. I didn't see There was a bro kick in, I believe, like four seconds into the match. The bell rang, and then he just kicked him, and then he refused to pin him. He just kept the mic and just talked about how vicious he was and how much he could do, and he just kept beating him up. But then Ziggler snuck in. Dodged a brogue kick, landed the zigzag, so Sheamus won by DQ, mm. but Ziggler got to show up Sheamus, kick him out of the ring. No, Ziggler, Sheamus at Extreme Rules. It's going to be a grudge match. Ziggler and Sheamus have a match at Extreme Rules that Sheamus decided the stipulation of, and I quote, it is a kiss me arse match. Now, if yes. you can't tell by the tone of my voice, 
This is the dumbest thing that WWE has I don't done. Know, the WLC was pretty bad too. We had no, I, no. That match was at least fun. <laughs> like it was, it was dumb on purpose, and it match. was fun. This is dumb all around. I don't want to see anyone kiss anyone else on the butt because they lost a match. I don't want to see that at all. It's why aren't they having a street fight? Mm-hmm. Why aren't Ziggler and Sheamus having a street fight? Well, hopefully it'll at least be a good match. You know, it'll be a lengthy, technical, co- good combination of styles. The ending will ruin it. Let's hope the last, the final promo when one of them has to pucker up and kiss the other one on the behind will at least be brief and won't be over, <laughs> won't will, won't overshadow the. Hopefully, what could be a very technically sound match. Because of the ending, I don't think I'll be able to appreciate what the match is for itself. Because <laughs> I'll just be, I'll be terrified the entire time of what I know is going to happen. So yeah, I'm it's got to be the stupidest thing ever. I mean, they had the Vince McMahon's Kiss My Ass Club, and that was just, that was just I don't know. That was a little too far. I just wanted to be done. Another quick. bringing this back, and we all thought it was over with people kissing each other's butts. It's. <laughs> I want it to be done quick. Why wrestling? Why? So then Cena versus Kane. John Cena U.S. Open Challenge, which coming off of one of the dumbest things is happening right now, the U.S. Open Challenge is one of my favorite things happening right now. Defend the belts weekly. I love that. Make it mean it something. Corporate Kane came out to challenge for the title. Big surprise. No one saw that coming. Power move. Uh, and while and it was a pretty solid match, but after the Stardust and the the Ambrose match that which Cena were, which defended, awesome uh, matches. This was unfortunately, by comparison, it felt pretty weak. Well, if this would have been the first one, it would have felt a lot better. I mm. think it was still it was Kane's still, still solid. a little clunky, you know, in the ring. He's a little old. He doesn't wrestle as much. Yeah, but I mean, what can you do? I still like seeing him. I just want to see him do that flying clothesline he used to do. Oh boy, I don't. That was classic. <laughs> I don't know if he should do that. Yeah, he's getting pretty old. Uh, but yeah, Cena defended the title. Yeah, kept it. And um, let's talk a little bit about what happened backstage with John Cena. Yeah, so Cena goes backstage and he's having an interview with Byron Saxton, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, Rusev. Rusev comes in, knocks him down. Gets that chain up, and like he has him in the accolade, but the chain is across Cena's face, and it looked Yeah, that was painful. one of the most violent things I've seen. He just basically choked him out with that chain. Yeah, was I was cringing just it, at my house, and I didn't... Uh, it surprised me, that's for sure. Yeah, Rusev now, ha- now not really siding with Lena anymore. Lena's been kind of out, right, doing, doing movies and stuff. Yeah, I think so. So Rusev on his own... Um, you know, he has to overcome the fact that he's not... He doesn't talk too much, he doesn't mm-hmm. have Lena, but his... His sadistic nature, I think, has really been the way that they've been compensating for the lack of Lena. Yeah, I mean, Rusev is a terrific heel, and, mm-hmm. and oh, he he's so aggressive. Scary. Yeah, in his face, he just, just the twists past, up. The past month and a half or so, he's gotten so much more aggressive, basically, than he ever has been. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's great for match quality, and I wasn't very... I wasn't anticipated for this rematch for a while, but I think this got me into it. That little backstage segment, I think, got me into it. Russian chain match is going to be brutal. Yeah. You know, Cena's pretty good with the chain, too. Um, you know, he took out Brock Lesnar Extreme Rules a few years back, wrapped yeah. it around his hand, gives that big punch. Mm-hmm. So we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, that match is going to be very violent, though. I think so. I hope so, yeah. Um, so, um, you know, after a pretty exciting part of the match, uh, or, or part of the night, we went into Miz versus Miz. Now, we didn't have too much going into this. Remember, remember that one time where I said, hey, they shouldn't do this match a million times, and then they did it a million times mm-hmm. just on regular television, and now it's dumb? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what's happening. Yep, yeah, sometimes, you know, you predict good things, but this time <laughs> I think you predicted quite the uh, quite the opposite. Um, this was a pretty such an anticipated rivalry, and, and like we always say, they, they are just overplaying it. Yeah, there's a problem with the current WWE 
uh, way of working things that I've kind of thought about over the past week. Mm. In the past, you know, you have clear levels of the top guys and then the middle guys and whatever's below. Sure. And you rarely got the top guys wrestling each other. That right. was the big draw was, you know, I what, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock had three big matches, basically. Right, yeah. And then other than that, it was just a lot of talking and then... To show their uh, intimidation, they would beat up other people. They would beat up, yeah. And you would have big people wrestling big people only every now and then. They'd save those big matches for paper. Yeah, and you'd show how good they were by having them beat up middle people. But and that would now, give the frustration that they just want to get in the ring with someone else, and they, yeah. they, you know they just want to. But basically, in this rivalry. Basically, everyone on the roster fights everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I've already seen. Adrian Neville has been on the roster for a month, and I've seen him face Rollins and Ziggler. (laughs) If you would have asked me before he debuted, who are two of the people you are most excited to see Adrian Neville face, I probably would have said Rollins and Ziggler. And now those matches are already gone. They've already happened. Granted, they can still have great matches, Uh but the the excitement of it is already a little bit lessened because I have seen it once before. And Miz and Miz, though, we've just... How many times have they fought since they split up? It's been four or five already. Four or five times. It's It's totally oversaturating, and it's just... It's really ruining what everyone was so excited for was Mizdow finally turning on the Miz. Mm-hmm. And um, and now they're not even going to have an Extreme Rules match unless they book it on SmackDown, which mm-hmm. I highly doubt that happening. Yeah, they really do that kind of I stuff think I think the card's pretty much set in stone, and there is no Miz or Mizdow. So. Yeah, or so. I guess there is no Damien Sandow, because at the end of this match, uh, Summer Rae uh, raked Mizdow across the eyes, and then Miz got the pin on him. So Miz gets to keep the brand. Summer Rae was lying the whole time, and now I guess we have Damien Sandow, which we're probably going to find more out about that next week on Raw. I hope they but don't just bury him like they did before. Well, you know, sometimes... He's really good in the ring. He's good on the mic. He, uh, people just generally like uh, Damien Sandow, so... Sometimes I tell the company the good things to do, and then they do the opposite, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, Mizdow definitely deserves a title shot. Um, so, Ryback and Adam Rose. Squash. Squash. Ryback, shell shock. Done and done. And then uh, two of the Rosebuds came into the ring, dressed up as a hot dog and a banana, respectively. And then they both got beat up real fast, too. So <laughs> so what are they doing with Ryback? When are they going to actually give him a push? Well, they've, they, kind of, they've been making him look very dominant. They've kind of been pushing him. And I'll be perfectly honest, I didn't like that because I just don't like Ryback. <laughs> I don't like... Ryback much at all. I think he's pretty boring. I mean, it's good that he's real this dominant. He's really real aggressive, sense. and I like that every now and then. But I, time. I don't really get what the gimmick is. I'm not a big fan of Ryback, but yeah. they've been trying to push him, but also they don't. I don't think they know how. It's kind of like what they did with Cesaro last year. They mm-hmm. really wanted to push him, but they just don't know how. Yeah, yeah he so, doesn't really get over enough. Yeah, he's kind of lingering just above the mid card, but he's not a top guy yet, and I don't. He could be the next Paul Heyman guy. He was already a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they could bring him back and do that whole thing. That would be a good push for Ryback. No. Join him back up with Paul Heyman. It, I say if Heyman isn't... Heyman's either only going to have Lesnar or he's going to move on to a new guy, I think. I can't believe they've done that. I mean, now we we have have we had any development on the Lesnar situation? Nope. One of the most over situations with uh, Paul Heyman, who everyone says is a genius on the mic, we haven't seen either of them in weeks now. I don't. I just don't think we can talk about him every single week without him being there because he can't be there. Right. I think it's going to be pretty sparingly over the next couple months. I think we're not going to actually see Lesnar back in the ring until SummerSlam. He's going to be out for blood. Yeah. So he definitely got royally screwed over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the main event. 
Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, which was supposed to happen last week. We got to have it this week. Great matchup. Two um, Real you know, good. very quick guys in, in ring, they're ring two generals. Of, they're two of my favorites, mm-hmm. and they put on a great match, as they always do. Mm-hmm. Now, a thing I had been hearing about over the past couple of days was that uh, the curb stop was going to be banned because WWE feels it is too dangerous. It's too likely to get a head injury off of that. Yeah. And while I understand that, of course, I mean, yeah, it's a dangerous move. Why are they just now thinking of this? Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, he didn't. And he didn't use a curb stomp in the match. He used a, a weird uh, DDT variant, which looked pretty cool, but I mm-hmm. wasn't expecting it. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know if it's that thing is what he's going to keep or not. It looks like they're kind of trying to they're trying to bury the curb stomp even because when he entered, uh, the video screen was just graphics of his name hmm. and barely any clips wow. because his previous video package was a lot of curb stomp Well, shots. I don't mind it. I mean, the curb stomp, devastating move, something we've never seen before, but at the same time, very simple and easy to do. Um, I think Rollins is capable of, of, of a better, more more complicated move. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed. I'd love to see I'm just... on to something else. But it's pretty dastardly. I mean, as far yeah. as a heels finisher to run up and just stomp someone's face in the ground. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought it was great. So I guess I'm not opposed to them not using it anymore. I just hope they find something that... They, yeah, they better deliver. Like, if it's got to match him. Yeah, definitely. The curb stomp was perfect, especially when you curb stomp people onto the briefcase. Mm-hmm, or onto the steps, That's or per- onto the just c- hard floor c- itself. Blocks. Yeah, it was great. Yep, so we might be saying goodbye to the curb stomp. What a shame. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think we already have, and we didn't even know it. Yeah, well, so um, how did this match end up exactly? Um, obviously, it was a great R- R- Rollins, Yeah, Rollins won it with his new DDT, uh, move. DDT variant. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's going to go, but I guess I'm excited. Well, we're talking about new moves. I don't think we've mentioned the uh, John Cena springboard. Have we mentioned that? The stunner? Yeah, uh, the first two times he did it, I kept talking about it because it's it's a big question well, mark. Stone Cold was online recently talking <laughs> about that. Yeah, I uh, I listened to Stone Cold's podcast, mm-hmm. and he mentioned it there. Someone wrote in, asked him how I felt about it, because they were, they assumed that Stone Cold was going to be angry that he was using a similar move, mm-hmm. and Stone Cold was angry, not that he was using a stunner variant, but that he was using a stunner and he wasn't. It wasn't. A, it was a secondary move. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, w- he the only reason he was mad was because John Cena is basically using a stunner but isn't pinning people mm-hmm. off of it and getting getting three counts. Very surprised that I've seen Cena do to see Cena do that. Yeah, he pulled it off at WrestleMania against Rusev. He pulled it off uh, the next night against Ambrose in that challenge. And I mean, it's good. It's a good thing to vary him up. But that that Stone Cold's right. It doesn't feel like it's a big move if he's not doing anything. It feels more like a front face neck breaker, you know? I mean, Stone Cold had that kick, too. I've always felt like that kick to the abdomen was really what made it the stunner. I mean, you got the RKO, which is also a similar kind of cutter move. The kick kick was just the setup to the actual move. I mean, DDP has a move that is just like a stunner or an RKO, the diamond cutter, Mm -hmm. you know? The kick was just the setup, and that's what made it a Stone Cold stunner, was (laughs) that it was the kick and he flips you off and then he does the the specific stunner move itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I don't think Stone Cold can claim ownership of the cutter front face neck breaker. I mean, that's one of the most popular... I mean, we've seen that all over the place. Bubba Ray Dudley even does it. Twist of Fate. Bubba Ray Dudley is no Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Twist of Fate. The Hardy Boys used to do it. DDP does it. Orton does it. Why can't John Cena do it as a secondary move? Why does it... Why does it... Well, he, no, he can do it. Just make it feel a little more impactful yeah. is all. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you have a point there. I I'm still glad to see Cena doing it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 definitely cool. Because basically, it if it's not an attitude adjustment, 
then it's not going to then I already know it's not going to get anything. Yeah. Whereas when Ziggler started using the Famouser, you know, it got a couple pins and mm-hmm. now I wasn't so sure when Ziggler was going to end a match. So mm-hmm. if you're going to implement a new move like that and try and make it a big deal, get a pin off it or two. Very interesting. I mean, I think they're trying to mix up Cena a little bit because he's not going anywhere and he's facing a whole new group of talent now that he's a United States champion mm-hmm. and people want to see more than the five moves of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to see that five knuckle shuffle Shoulder block, shoulder block, you know, I mean, so trying to mix up a little bit more with Cena. Hopefully we see some of that in Extreme Rules. Yeah, I'm down. He's going to have to put all the stops to topple Rusev in that chain match. Speaking of which. Yeah, speaking of Extreme Rules, we're going to run down the card and give some predictions. Big match of the night, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton for the belt, steel cage match, no RKOs allowed. What's your call? I mean, I would love to see, you got Kane there at ringside, right? Mm -hmm. Kane there at ringside as the uh, the gatekeeper, so he's going to be able to determine he's... You know, I think he's he's livid with with uh, Seth Rollins. Yes, he's sick of Seth Rollins. We've seen him almost almost coming back as the big red machine. Maybe not by appearance, but definitely by attitude. Mm-hmm. Love to see him slam the door on Rollins' face, give Orton the win, set up a grudge match for the next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I'm down to see that because I'm a huge fan of Orton, as mm-hmm. as we all know. But I it's think a little soon though. I think Rollins, as the top heel that he is right now, is going to find a way to slither his way out of Orton and Kane's way, and he's going to retain. I want to see Rollins hold onto this belt for a while and see what he does with it. I guess it's only been a month, so yeah. this is, this would be his first major title defense. I'm so. giving I'm giving uh, Rollins the win. He's going to retain. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, then we have Cena versus Rusev. This the title is on the line, correct? Yep. John yep. Cena, Rusev, U.S. title match. I give it to Cena. Russian chain match. You're giving it to Cena. Cena's gonna have it. He's he's doing pretty well as the United States champion. This open challenge thing has gone well. I don't see this where the storyline's gonna go if Rusev takes it. Now, most of these other matches, I walked into this recording session pretty sure of what it was. Cena Rusev, I'm still not entirely sure. So when I make this call in just a couple seconds, it's gonna be me deciding for the first time. And uh, and I can't decide. It really could go either way, and could I wouldn't be surprised. Way. But I am going to side with you. I think Cena's going to retain it at least for a little bit longer. I think they're going to do something new with Rusev. Yeah. I don't know what, but something new. We saw almost every title change hands at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think what you're going to see at Extreme Rules is a lot more of the retaining of the titles. I don't think mm-hmm. there are going to be too many title hands t- titles changing. Yeah. They don't usually at Extreme Rules either. I mean, no, not, if not too often. you look in the history, yeah. So hopefully Cena, that's going to be a brutal match, though. Um, you know, Rusev could walk away with the title. We could go back and forth for a couple months, Cena-Rusev. I mean, that would make sense as well. Um, but I see Cena beating him. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm, as, as bad as Rusev is, I think Cena has got a lot of momentum going into this. And after the after what happened on Raw, you know, Cena's going to be out for revenge, and, and that's yeah. usually how it goes. You know, they make him look weak on the weekly shows and then comes back and uh, yeah. beats Rusev. It's my least confident pick, but mm-hmm. I'll say Cena wins. Yeah, it could go either way. So Daniel Bryan, Wade Barrett, I think Bryan is clearly... I think Daniel Bryan will retain the Intercontinental Championship. Barrett's not even that over, you know. He's, uh, I, I think this will be Barrett's rematch, and I don't know if we're going to see much of him after. Well, um... I don't remember if I talked about this before. I heard that uh, on the European tour, Barrett came out and gave a promo to the crowd. This might have just been a house show and it wasn't televised. Um, He came out and did a promo where he said since he came back from his shoulder injury, I think it was, he hasn't quite felt right. Mm. And he said when his contract was up, he was probably going to retire from WWE. But 
then he brought out Adrian Neville and he said Adrian Neville was kind of going to uh, spiritually take his place, I think, as the the big English guy. And he said on the mic that he knew for a fact Adrian Neville would be the first English WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, So that was a huge push for Neville. Wow. Uh, I am going to be really sad to see Barrett go. I've mm-hmm. liked him a whole lot. I he know was he, great, the bad news. Yeah, I know, he's, I know he's not in a great spot win-loss record-wise at the moment. I still really appreciate Barrett just being around. Mm-hmm. So that'll be real sad. I'll love to see Neville get a push. So. Yeah. yeah, Neville, you know, probably in a year or two, could be definitely a contender for the World Heavyweight Champion. I guess we'll see if he you know goes for one of the mid-card belts or just yeah. kind of shoots straight to the top. Long story short, uh, Dana Bryan retains. Mm-hmm. Easily. Now then, uh, Nikki versus Naomi. And I think I've already told you how much I despise the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, they just bore the crap out of me, and they're obnoxious. And uh, I'm not too big on Naomi either. I'd like to see her take the belt either way, just because I just want to get it, get it off the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. Let them have their reality show. Leave them out of the ring. Naomi defends. Goes could go on a good program with someone like Paige or, or, or Natalia. So that's what you want, but is that what you think is going to happen? Well, I guess that's that's a good point because uh, Naomi doesn't really have that much momentum. She's not really that over with the fans. Um, she's kind of teased the heel turn a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I guess it could go either way. This is a similar situation to Cena Rusev, mm-hmm. where honestly, either either outcome isn't going to surprise me, but. I'm going to go ahead and stick my neck out a little bit, and I think they're going to give it to Naomi at least for a little while, give her a kind of trial run. I don't think Naomi's ever been a Divas champion uh, Mm. because before AJ's big run, it was Natalia and then Nikki and Alicia Fox basically Mm -hmm. one time each. Mm -hmm. I think, and I'm also not very confident about this, but my official prediction is going to be Naomi gets the belt for at least a couple-month run. Okay, cool. So going into New Day versus Kid and Cesaro. Yeah, uh, uh, tag team title match. I think Kid and Cesaro retain, but... Kid and Cesaro retain. But New Day look pretty strong. They should look pretty strong. They should try to cheat, um, just try to push themselves more as heels. Yeah. And then um, probably in the weeks following Extreme Rules, we'll see them go even further to the dark side. Yes. I think Kid and Cesaro are going to retain now, but by SummerSlam, someone else is going to have the belts, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're a permanent solution to the tag team problem. They're just kind of a holdover moment for now. Okay. They're a great team, though. I mean, we always like to see them in the ring. They always yeah. do a lot of cool, innovative moves, mm-hmm. and um, you know, hopefully hopefully they just keep going with it. So, Roman Reigns versus Big Show. Reigns last has got to be Big Show. Last man standing match, which I initially predicted for Cena Rusev. Mm-hmm. Uh, last man standing gimmick went to Reigns and Big Show. Uh, you're 100% right. Roman Reigns goes over. He's uh, got to beat the Big Show. Without a doubt. If he doesn't beat the Big Show, I, I don't know what they're going to do with him because he's already having trouble getting over with the fans. Um, people are already kind of bored with him on the mic. You know, if he can just win a match after losing at WrestleMania, I think, you know, that would that might give him a little bit more of a push, a little bit more place to put his feet. And the big thing about that is nobody likes the Big Show right now. Yeah. Nobody at all. So and, I always love the Big Show, though. Well, but right now, like, he, he's really boring. I... I mean, sure, Big Show has done a whole lot of great things over his career, but right now I don't like Big Show at all. So anyone who beats Big Show, getting a big thumbs up from me, and I think that's kind of how they're booking Roman Reigns. They're going to have him beat a bunch of people that nobody likes Mm -hmm. to kind of get him over naturally instead of trying to manufacture it. Did you see when they had a last man standing match? uh, It was several years ago with uh, Shane McMahon versus The Big Show. No, I did not. Shane McMahon, um, I think it was like at the SummerSlam or something. Uh, like must have been 2000, 2001. McMahon dives off the top of the Titantron. Mm-hmm. Elbow drops the big show. And then Test comes out. 
basically like just held him up, leaned him up against a camera, and he won the match against the Big Show. So mm-hmm. always a great time when you got the Big Show in a last man standing match. People think you can't keep him down, but they will do whatever they can. I mean, Shane McMahon dove 70 feet through the air to <laughs> stop yeah. the Big Show. So Roman Reigns is going to have to pull out all the stops, I think, to keep him down. But um, I think he will. But, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine he wouldn't because um, if not, I don't know what they're going to do with him next. Uh, least favorite uh, stipulation of the night right. Ziggler Kiss my arse match Ziggler and Sheamus And unfortunately because Sheamus has only been back on the roster For about three weeks or so mm-hmm. Sheamus is going over And that's very very upsetting It'll be a pre- it'll be a technically sound match. It'll Probably. be a good match. I mean, Ziggler always puts on a good match Sheamus is back with uh, all new uh, momentum And that's a good clash of styles you know, I can see this match going 15, 20 minutes, and I can see it being great to watch. I would just avert my eyes at the end. Yep, but Sheamus is going over, and that's just a thing that I fundamentally can't really like. do not want to see Sheamus' naked rear end. Nope. I don't know why they are doing that to us. Moving on from, like my least favorite, either. from my least favorite match don't to... Don't want to see anybody's naked rear ends on wrestling, really. Then why won't you let me move to the next match, Close. Adrian? I'm trying my best. They're already wearing those. Like, like Moving on from my least favorite <laughs> match to what I think, as an early prediction, is going to be my favorite match of the mm-hmm. night. Ambrose, Harper, Chicago Street Fight. What's your call? Well, I mean, you predicted that this match was... We I didn't, we didn't even know this match was going to happen when you predicted it. Yeah. Mean, Ambrose versus Harper after that ladder match at WrestleMania, powerbombing... Uh, Ambrose right through that ladder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, these two um, have a long history. Shield versus the Wyatt family. Yeah, similar styles. You know, there's just chaotic, hardcore wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, in a, in a street fight, um, I, I I mean, I think Harper's got the power. Harper's got the he's got the size and the weight advantage. Um, but Ambrose is crafty. You know, <laughs> Ambrose is cunning and and and. When you have that whole arena to fight in, yeah, I think Ambrose takes this one. If anyone's gonna gonna win in such a crazy match like this, nobody out crazies Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Dean that, Ambrose gets the big push in Chicago. Harper goes down. That guerrilla warfare, I think, is what Ambrose is gonna have to utilize. Yeah. Um, he's gonna have to use his quickness and his cunning, and uh, just gonna have to use everything in his in his repertoire. You know, everything in the arena. Um, mm-hmm. Harper, you know, if Harper can get one of those super kicks in. I mean, he could take his hat off with that. Yeah, he'll put him down for a little while, but I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to keep him down for good. Yeah. I, mean, I will be wearing my Ambrose t-shirt for the first half of this pay-per-view. As long as Ambrose keeps moving, I think he can take out Harper Yeah, pretty well. Um, but I, I, like I said, it's going to take some doing. Mm-hmm. So that's Extreme Rules. Those are our predictions. Um, we went through Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Um, looking pretty good. We're coming up on uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if it'll beat last year's Extreme Rules because Shield versus Evolution was terrific. Yes. But... We've, we've got some we'll good see. stuff on this card. Yeah, Rollins in the cage. I mean, we've you had Rollins got... diving off the Titan Tron last year. We got Rollins jumping off the cage this year. So yeah. we'll see. We've got some good stuff on this card. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, too. It's going to be quite an explosive and I think a pretty solid follow up to WrestleMania. Yeah. So um, we will see you next week yep. with the full recap of, of course, SmackDown, mm-hmm. the next Raw, and the Extreme Rules pay per view. Right. Extreme Rules is this Sunday. So we'll have the recap next week. Again, this has been the Ringmasters podcast. My name's Adrian Headache Hedden. I'm Nick Powerhouse Potter. Thanks, Team Lifers. See you later.